oh, oh, oh. hello beautiful people <laughs> of linkedin how are you doing today i'm still getting used to this fancy uh, uh software how are you doing beautiful people so i'm so happy to be live for a new episode of the standout from the crowd with me darin benamara the show dedicated to your personal and professional growth. And today I'm super excited because we have a special guest who is one of the queens. Yes, we are like the queens <laughs> of personal branding. And I'm very happy to be able to share, uh, to have this conversation with her today because she is going to share how in the middle of this crazy pandemic, uh, she had to shift and adjust her career and you know adapt her personal brand accordingly in order to be successful in her new uh, professional journey and how now she is helping other people in her industry do the same so please 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 welcome Leanne Hey, Doreen. Thanks for having me today. And please don't call me a queen of personal branding. Now I feel like the pressure is on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, it's someone uh, who, who left a comment and she was like, oh, the two queens of personal branding. And I was like, yes, the kingdom is big. Our queendom That's is right. big. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're right. We should just own it. We should just take it and run with it for sure. <laughs> exactly. So just a background story, Liane and I, we met on clubhouse so if you are not on clubhouse um what are you waiting for and just for you to know uh, we are offering uh, the audio experience on clubhouse so i'll put the link under uh, this um post if you don't want to watch or if you don't have time to watch us then you can still listen to our conversation on clubhouse and this is where uh, Leanne and i we met actually on the room we were talking like in the same room about personal branding probably of course yes and we were like oh you know what i like your vibes and then we talked and then we exchanged and then we're like let's do it another time yes yeah well and that's a great thing about clubhouse i mean and we're not the only ones doreen there's been so many other personal branding queens and kings yeah. that we've met on Clubhouse. Uh, Michelle Griffin, who I see is watching the show, she's another queen that that I just learned so much from when it comes to branding. So yeah, Clubhouse is a great place to hang out with really smart and like-minded people. And that's and that's what we've we've done here, Doreen. I found you and I'm so glad that I did. Thank you so much. And that's the beauty of networking. Don't forget that no matter the platform you are using, it's a social platform, right? So it's about, you know, getting to know people, meeting new people, having fun and having an open minded. And while we are uh, getting started today, as usual, let us know where you are from, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, we are restreamed on multiple platforms. And the beauty of social media is that we can socialize with people from around the world. So let us know where you are from and use the chat to connect, collaborate, create new partnership. This is a place for all of us to collaborate. So Leanne, tell us a little bit more about what you do now before we go back to how it all started and the transformation and the transition and all of this. So what is it that you do now? 
Sure. Well, thank you for asking, Doreen. So now I provide training predominantly in the hospitality industry around personal branding and LinkedIn. So the hospitality industry is it, it's, it's a large industry, but also very small at the same time. It contains any of those organizations that provide those experience services for their guests, be it hotels, destinations themselves, uh, restaurants, wineries, etc. So I help those professionals bring their personal brand out and create an experience through their brand to serve their clients and customers. That's that's beautiful. And, and, and you know, I like the way you said to create an experience. Uh, I'm a big advocate that personal branding is about, you know, putting yourself in a place of service, but mm -hmm. also creating an experience for the people, you know, um, going on your social profile profiles, meeting you, engaging with your content, reading stuff about you. This is all about the experience that you create for your potential clients, partners, collaborators, and so on. And that is very true when it comes to the hospitality industry. Hospitality mm -hmm. is all about creating experiences, right, for their clients. And so mm -hmm. your personal brand as a professional of creating those experiences should reflect actually the type of experience that you are able to provide. You're right. And I don't see it enough in hospitality. So really my goal is to kind of change shift the way that we sell in hospitality. Um, I see a lot of us hospitality professionals still relying on the traditional ways of connecting with clients, yet when we are front-facing with our clients, it's all about the wow factor and it's all about serving and, and giving them that experience. And so the, the disconnect just never resonated with me. Um, and that's why I started my personal brand so many years ago is I thought, you know, there's got to be a better way that we can weave that experience from beginning to end um, during our workday. Exactly. And I do believe it's a lifestyle, right? The, that this is part of your job. This is part of who you are. This is a lifestyle. And, and the beauty of personal branding is that it's a dynamic process, right? It evolves as you grow, as you change, as you shift. And so this is what we're going to talk about today because with the COVID-19 crisis, um, a lot of people lost their jobs or a lot of people decided to quit their workplace to shift from an industry to another or finally to they decided to follow their passion and eventually mm -hmm. uh, follow a more entrepreneur, entrepreneurial route, you know, where they could maybe build up something that belongs to them. And, and, and one of the questions and the, the comments that I get often is like, oh, but you know, I have been building my personal brand and my network in, so let's say the finance industry. And now I want to, I want to create jewelry. For example, I'm passionate about creating and I want to create jewelry. So how do I do that? So mm -hmm. tell us a little bit more about uh, what you were doing and how, in in the first place, COVID nineteen has impacted uh, uh, your 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 work. Yeah, yeah. Well, it impacted everyone in the hospitality industry, as you know. Yeah. Uh, hotels shut down, um, and then when travel shut down, that shut down destinations as well. Um, and my role in the industry was literally to moderate 
hotel contracts between conference planners. So a conference planner would come to me and say, hey, Leanne, we're looking at doing a conference for 400 people in 2022. What can you find us in Eastern Canada that can fit our program? And my role was to find the hotel and then help negotiate that hotel contract. So of course, when COVID-19 hit, all of the events for my clients were canceled. Um, which means my revenue was also canceled. The hotel's revenue also canceled. My client's revenue, because a lot of them generate revenue through hosting a conference, their revenue was canceled. So everything in our um, industry was canceled. And in those early days, a lot of my role was just canceling stuff. I was still working full time, but watching everybody's money literally go down the drain as we canceled all these programs. Um, and through that, my brand at that point had always been one of service, not only to my clients, but service to the industry as a whole. Um, and, and I had to make a really hard decision as I was going through my own personal crisis of, okay, now how do I wanna show up for my community that is hurting? And, and I made a decision very, very early on that I had to show up. And, that, and that's a big decision for a lot of people creating a brand. It's that first step off of the diving board to just show up. Yeah. And I was in the middle of a community that was hurting bad and bleeding out. And so I just showed up. I shared my struggles, their common struggles. Um, I shared successes too, as we saw, you know, different parts of our industry pivot as well. And so I just kept on showing up. Um, and that's, and that's kind of brings me brought me to where what I'm doing now is, you know, I had a decision to make, do I want to find a different position in my industry? And going through all of the options, nothing resonated with me as much as just showing up. And so I've decided to show up. I'm just going to do it more and I'm going to teach other people how to show up. So I found I was really empowered with that. That's kind of what um, kept me going through those dark days was just having that community with my industry continually, continually, continually. So now I want to help people find their own community and create those connections. And of course, as you know, Doreen, a personal brand is the best way to do it. Exactly. So now let's let's dive a little bit into, you know, the way you decided to show up because you decided to show up from a place of empowerment where you wanted to share your story, where you wanted to, um, you know, tell others, listen, we are all in the same situation. It's hard. So how can we you know, overcome these challenges. But when you started to show up, like, was it only to share your experience and the, the, the challenges that you were facing at that time in a place where you wanted to encourage your, your peers, actually, you know, to tell them, listen, this is hard for everyone. You are mm -hmm. not alone. Mm -hmm. And so was it the, the, the sole purpose of you starting to show up online or you had already in mind the idea that, okay, I want to show up from a place that is empowered and empowering, but also I want to I want to I want to show up in order to make my transition. What 
did you have this transition idea in mind already when you started? Yeah, what a fascinating question. So, you know, my, my brand, even though now my brand is about personal branding, my I always had a brand even pre-pandemic. I was I have a blog or I well, I still have a blog, but I had a blog that served the industry through um step-by-step uh, -step and how-tos and tips and tricks and best practices. So different things in our industry. So I would have, you know, step-by-step -step practices on how to write an effective sales email or networking tips when we go to conferences, et cetera. So my content pivoted to say, here's some tips and tricks and best practices to get us through this hurdle. Here are some productivity tips. Here are some things that we can do now that we have these massive gaps in our day where we're not getting a lot of client work. So my, my content pivoted to serve my audience a bit differently. They were in a place where their whole world was changing. And so I was just trying to provide them with some best practices to help them get through their own personal change. And, and that, that was really kind of the start of the new brand was, okay, now my content has completely pivoted, but my brand is still the same. I'm still the same person. And even the delivery of how I educate people is still the same. You know, there are, there are branders out there that are magnificent storytellers. I'm not a great storyteller but I can do a top 10 list like nobody's business. So I stuck in my lane as far as how I delivered the content. Here's five things you can do, or here's five best practices you can follow. But the content shifted to empower them in different ways. And that's when I really realized, okay, you know, there's a lot that I can provide here around branding because I've been branding for so long as an industry professional. I've just never really taught branding. And that's not completely true because I talk a lot about LinkedIn for our industry. So I always talked about LinkedIn tips and tricks for our industry. That was part of my content. But now I can do it as a, as a more holistic, okay? Now we can look at LinkedIn as it pertains to your brand as being part of the industry. Um, so I hope I answered that question. So it wasn't such a massive shift that I went from being, you know, I went from being a dentist to a teacher. It wasn't that massive yeah. shift. Mm -hmm. It was more of a, I've cut my teeth in personal branding, building my brand. Now it's going to be a meta experience where I share that and everything that I learned over the last 12 years with my community. And, and, and I like the way, like, there is two things that you said. First of all, you are not big on storytelling. And so, but you know what you are good at. And so, in you know, in that sense, self-awareness, you know, knowing where your, what your strengths are, allowed you, you know, to stay focused. I think oftentimes people are overwhelmed and confused because they don't know what their strength is. And I like to say, uh, you probably have heard me say it quite often, you know, it all starts from within, but you need to develop self-awareness because it's hard to build mm -hmm. confidence out of something that you are not even aware of. And, you know, building your personal brand, it's a process, it's a journey. It's something, it's some, it's not something that you do once, that you decide and that's it. But once you are clear 
on your strengths and the way you want to play your strengths and leverage your strengths, which you did actually, no matter what the content is or the, 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 the topic that you are talking about, you know how to play around with it. Well, and I think you can relate to this, Doreen. I think the most powerful branders out there are the ones who lived their brand before they started to teach their brand, yeah. um, as opposed to those who just taught branding from the beginning. Those who lived their brand, there's a lot of mistakes that you can share. Um, there's a lot of you know, things I would do again and things I would never do again. These are all the learning. Is, the list is long. <laughs> yeah. but, but that's the thing. People, people connect with the list. And, and that's, and that for, for branders that use that as a common connection point, it's so powerful because we've been on that journey and we are still on that journey. So when we help others with their brands, we're, we're, we, we are leading the way, but we're holding their hands doing it because we're on the same journey together. So I don't feel like I'm light years ahead of my clients, but I'm ahead enough to help them take the next step and then take the next step and then take the next step. And that's all they need from us. They don't need us to have all of the answers today. They need us to have one answer today to help them do one thing better with their brand today. So that's kind of how I look at really any profession, whether it's branding or, okay, maybe not a doctor. You might want to know everything if you're yeah. a doctor. <laughs> when you're in a teaching profession, whatever that teaching module is, you don't need to know everything you just need to know enough to empower the person to take the next step and and that's what you and i both do that's what michelle does um and that's why we're respected in our industries is we we've been there um and now we just want to show you what you should be doing and maybe some things that you shouldn't be doing so and we serve as the guide Yes, we serve as the guide and, and especially we want to show you the things that you don't want to be wasting your time and energy doing yes. <laughs> because right. we have we have done it already. We have been there, mm -hmm. done it, it's not working. There is no 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 need for you to, to experience it in, in, in such such a way. So mm -hmm. you said something also that, that, that caught my attention. And you said always a lot of things that caught my attention. That's why I love having those conversations with you. You said, you know, you don't see enough people in your industry building, using, leveraging the personal brand. Because it's yeah. not all about building. It's about knowing how to leverage it to help you, you know, advance your career, reach your goal you know do like whatever you want to do achieve whatever you want to achieve yeah and that's something that i hear a lot last week or two weeks ago i had a conversation it wasn't live so it was a private conversation with um a professional woman who works in the finance and audit industry and she was and she told me the exact same thing she did a poll and she interviewed a couple of people and 66 more than 60 percent of the people in her industry told like responded that they, they don't need the personal brand because their brand is the company's brand. Yes. Yeah. Voila. Okay. Right? Yeah. Right? But, and the thing, and the thing, and I really would love mm -hmm. you to share the experience in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the hospitality industry because it's kind of similar. People think that, okay, I'm working for this uh, 
hostel or this hotel or this chain or you know luxury hotels or this is the brand i don't need the brand but again COVID 19 has showed us that if you don't build the brand and that's what allowed you to transition like successfully i want to say and, and fast enough because your transition was quite fast um you know you already had a personal brand and 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 the misconception i see with a lot of people especially in this type of industry is that they do believe like okay but i can't have either i can't have a personal brand because i have the company's brand or the company's brand does the job for me but when you are laid off because of an economic crisis and economic crisis people are cyclic okay it comes around and they come back every five, eight, 12 years. This, that, this is the way the world is. So you gotta understand that nothing can be taken for granted. So that's why you need to build your personal brand because when something happens and that your industry collapsed, you mm -hmm. still have your personal brand to allow you to like navigate through a certain time so tell tell us a little bit more about that in your industry well you so you i mean you said it all right there because if you can remember back well i can remember back because i'm not no spring chicken back in the 90s and even the early 2000s brands were reserved for celebrities okay they had brands uh, no. but other people didn't have brands. And then you saw the rise of the entrepreneur and entrepreneurs had brands. But you're right, the company people still felt there wasn't an empowerment there for them to create a brand because they had a marketing department. And so there's the first disconnect, right? Is trying to get past what a company's marketing department function is and what your personal brand's function is within the organization, right? So you are now creating business for your company through your personal brand, but your marketing department still has their own messaging and their own resources that you can maybe tap into. But it's through people, as you know, people buy from people and people yeah. buy from people they trust. And when you create a personal brand and it's authentic, the trust is built right there. And so that's kind of becomes that inbound marketing message. I'm a big fan of inbound marketing where people are drawn to me. They're now going to be drawn to what I do at the organization and the product or service that I sell at the organization. So you mentioned the finance example. I've got the hospitality example. There's literally dozens of industries that kind of fall into this awakening right now where it's yeah. like, you know what? Yes, I work for Hilton Hotels and it's a massive hotel. But during the pandemic, clients couldn't visit the Hilton in Toronto to take a look around. They could only do that through the brands of their employees. So that's the real power is it, as a brand, you're still connecting and creating relationships with your clients and customers through this pandemic. So I'm starting, it's slow though, Doreen, I'm not gonna lie, it's slow. I'm seeing some professionals obviously doing it really, really well, um, but not enough. And so that's, again, you know, my personal mission is to empower each and every hospitality professional to say it doesn't matter if you work for Hilton 
or Marriott or this destination or that destination. Your value is the ability to create trust and bring business in through your brand. And that makes you marketable to all of those people I just mentioned. Because Marriott should be tapping into those kinds of resources of people building business through their brand. But you and I could talk about that all day because that's our soapbox. That is how business is done now. It's done through people you trust. Yeah. Um, and of course, the brand is the vehicle to do that. Exactly. You, you, you have to be marketable. And, and I do believe, even though it's slow, I do believe this is where we are heading. At some point, companies, big brand, will be looking for people who are marketable, people with strong personal brands, because these employees will be bringing more businesses, more clients to their company. So, so this is clearly where we are heading. So you want to either, you know, be pro. Oh, I believe in it 100%. No yeah. matter how slow it is, I believe in it 100%. So. Yeah. You can either be proactive and start working on your personal brand, okay? Or you can just wait, hoping that things will get back to normal as before, which no longer exists anymore. The new normal is now, okay? So do you want to miss the boat, miss the train, or do you want to like get on the train and start now building the foundation of your personal brand so when the, the major shift happens, in your industry, you will be ready and you will be on the top of the list. Well, and that's the thing is to remain top of mind in our industry, which has a ton of competition, you've got to stand out somehow, right? Whether you're the restaurant in downtown Toronto, which as you know, there are literally hundreds of those, um, or you're a hotelier marketing to large corporate meeting planners. You've always got competition around you. So how are you going to stand out from the competition when you serve the same food, um, you are open the same hours? Like where is your differentiating, um, your your unique selling proposition? So yeah. so that's what we need people to kind of dig deep. And, and, and the, the unique selling proposition for a lot of these places is the people. And so if that that's going to set them apart and that's what's going to drive drive the business. So what, what, what do you say? So we are a, a little bit uh, further, but what do you say to people who 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 like are scared to build a personal brand because they don't want to be fired? Yeah. Yeah. So um, the training I give my my clients is to actually have that conversation with your employer. Um, and the conversation, there's there's a number of things that you do in that conversation with your boss. And the conversation doesn't start off with, I want to build a personal brand. The conversation starts with, I think we can do business differently to bring in customers in a different way. And let me show you what I mean. And then start to go through the importance of personal branding and start to list off the benefits of having have, having empowered employees with their brands and then provide tangible things that tie back to your organization's KPIs or their key performance indicators. So if your organization has financial goals set for the year, clearly outline how your brand can help them meet those goals. And then the conversation doesn't come become about me versus them, it, yeah. it becomes about more, let's do this together. 
And let's bring our resources together to empower the employee to meet our goals and, and report back to each other on everything that's happening in between. That, that's wonderful. And, and, and one of the things that I do in my trainings is to train the leaders, um, the, the leadership team on how to build their personal brand while promoting as well the company's brand. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's something that you can do. And, and you said it perfectly. It's not your personal brand versus or against the business brand. You know, your approach is very smart and very intuitive. And, and, and the way I, I train leaders also to, to build their personal brand while promoting and communicating about their company's brand, yeah. right? Exactly. Like it goes hand in hand and it's so much powerful. But what, it, what it does as, as a leader, when you build your personal brand, while you still promote your, your company's brand, then when you, you change the company, you keep moving on with your personal brand, just you start promoting another company the new company that you're working for and so on and so on so you can transition from a company to another you can evolve you know you can advance your career from a position to a higher level and so on and so on mm -hmm. while you're still like you know uh, doing the job of promoting your company's brand as well so um there is a lot of strategy and subtlety behind mm -hmm. but when it's done uh, and like, and I'm sure you have you have like amazing results with with your clients. Like, it's it's so powerful. The results are so powerful. Mm -hmm. Well, and in our industry, and and I don't know if this relates to other industries, but I'm betting it does. In our industry, a lot of the companies have uh, a corporate social responsibility strategy or a CSR strategy. And so I encourage my clients to kind of look a little bit further at your own company's CSR strategy, because chances are there's something in that strategy that your brand can get on board with and be all about. So one, for example, that, that's obviously top of mind for a number of organizations is the diversity and inclusion piece. Yeah. And if your brand is also passionate about diversity and inclusion, well, there's your commonality with your organization and, of course, with your personal brand. And even if you leave your company, you're still passionate about diversity and inclusion issues. And you might even seek out a company that still has that as part of their CSR strategy. So if you're struggling to find the commonalities with the unique selling proposition with the product or service itself, Look a little further, open your lens a little wider and look at the different things that your organization is doing in the community. You're going to find alignment somewhere. Yeah, sure, sure. So let me look at the comments to see if we have any questions. If we don't, and if you are watching the replay or re-watching this episode, feel free to leave your questions in the comments. Uh, we will uh, read all of them and get back to uh, all of you, all your questions. So you don't, we don't have any questions. So I guess we were very clear and very articulate about the topic today. But I think it's very important. And I know a, a lot of people are going to watch the replay because this is a question that comes back often and very very often so it is possible it is doable and it is also doable and possible to build a personal brand while you are an employee for yes. the company this is not you versus them this is all of us together 
I so did what, it for 12 years. Anyone can do it. <laughs> oh, see? <laughs> so what would be like the last word or the key takeaway that uh, you would like to share with our audience when it comes to shifting uh, your personal brand? Yeah, um, when it comes to shifting your personal brand. Um, well, I think I think it goes back to finding the things that you are passionate about. I think the number one key to personal branding um, at any stage of your brand is being authentic to the things that fire you up. So whether you're a strong leader or whether you're an expert in this field, um, staying true to who it is you are will create common connection with your clients, your customers, your audience, your employees, your colleagues. So stay true to who it is you are when you amplify your brand. I think I think that's the biggest thing that people need to remember as they're creating this strategy, creating this, this pie in the sky vision of what their brand looks like. It doesn't need to be complicated. It really is about um, who you are and how you connect with your end user. So I guess that would be my takeaway. Yeah, and, and you said it like it doesn't have to be complicated. It can be very simple. And actually, this is the perfect transition, Leanne. Uh, before we wrap up, I would like to remind you that if you don't know where to get started with your personal brand, you can always download my free five-step blueprint. I will show it right here. Uh, I will put the link in the comment below. So if you don't know where to get started, if you are confused or you, you want to shift your personal brand, but you need to get back to really what you are passionate about and what you want to be known for, download this free guide. This will be a useful resource for you to, to have like in hand, no matter when you are ready to get started with building your personal brand or shift your personal brand. Leanne, thank you, thank you so much. I will see you uh, probably on Clubhouse and on your live. So you told me that you will uh, get back to go live on, you have your own show. Tell us more about your own show and when does it take place? Sure, thank you. Yes, I do a show on Tuesdays called Tuesday Tea because I love drinking tea. So I do Tuesday Tea at 1 p.m. Pacific. 4 p.m. Eastern. Um, like you, Doreen, I have uh, guests on my show as well. In fact, I've got a video specialist coming up in a couple of weeks who she's going to talk, uh, talk to us a little bit about um, quick tips and tricks for getting started on video. And video a lot of my very audience, important. Exactly. A lot of my audience has never touched video. So I'm bringing in the big guns to kind of show them how to get started. Okay, so every Tuesday, 1 p.m. Pacific time, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern time, go watch uh, uh, Lian live as she shares uh, tips with her guests and video marketing. Yeah, that's something I'm, I'm, I'm thinking to do as well because video marketing is key. People, you cannot avoid video marketing anymore. So you hide yourself for too long behind your screen. Now it's time to show up, as you said, and see the amazing uh, results and the amazing opportunities that you can create and attract simply by showing up, showing up the way you are. 
Mm. Doesn't have to be complicated. Keep it simple. Keep it authentic, and you will be surprised, amazed by the results. Lianne, thank you very much uh, for your presence here with us. I'm so happy to have had this conversation with you. And for all of you watching the replay, leave your question below, comment. We will answer all of them. And I will see you next week, Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern time, for a new episode of the Standout from the Crowd with me, your host, Darin Benamara. Lian, thank you and bye bye everyone. Thanks, Doreen. Bye.